0: i want to talk about hope today man we live in a world that is constantly searching every day every moment of our lives we are constantly searching and looking for what we can put our hope in what we can put our trust in uh where we can find our identity and purpose and so many people are looking in in so many different directions uh, for their hope and for their purpose and uh, it can be in a, in a spouse, in a relationship. It could be in a, in a job, uh, your career. Uh, it could be in a substance, alcohol, drugs. It could be you fill in the blanks. Uh, but we are constantly living in and, and fighting for where our hope is, where we put our trust, where we put our faith, and where we are searching for our identity and so today that's what i want to talk about i want to talk about hope where we can find our hope and as christians uh it is super important that we get that right and that we know who our hope is in and where we can find that so that's what we're going to talk about and so i want to thank you guys for joining and welcome to the strong and courageous podcast all right so First, I want to start off and say is that everybody uh, lives by faith. Everybody lives in hope of something. Like I said, it could be anything. It could be whatever you you are naturally uh, are gravitating to uh, for your hope or whatever you're looking looking for for your your salvation. Essentially, that is that's what your hope is in and this idea and this thought came about uh i guess it was a couple weeks ago i had just dropped my kids off at school and so i was i was leaving i was pulling out and as i was going down the road i see this guy come come driving by i'm stopped at a red light see him coming by and he's uh and has got his pickup truck and he's got two two flags uh waving in his in his truck that he's pulling and one of them is a one of them is a a trump flag uh you know keep america great you know whatever whatever the slogan said but then the, the other one said uh it said f joe biden and so i just got tickled because like it, it was kind of comical but then i got to thinking about it man we live in a world in a society that so many people uh, put their hope and their trust into a man or a political party that they are so devoted and and so placing their hope and trust in that person or that party that they're willing to you know throw flags in the back of their truck and make sure that the world knows about it in which you got free speech you can do whatever you want to but uh, the, the point is is that is that people will go to so far extremes to uh, show that, that that's, that's who they find their hope in. That's where they find their trust. And that's who they're looking for. Um, and, and as Christians, we know that uh, you know, we don't put our faith and our trust in a political candidate or a political party or anything. We put our faith solely in, uh, in Jesus. And so, so that's where we're going. And I just, I'm going to be completely upfront and honest is that I didn't really prepare a whole lot for this episode. Um, I'm basically just going to kind of walk through a very familiar passage that if, if you've attended church, uh, you know, for any uh, period of time, you've, you have probably most likely heard this passage preached or taught uh, at some point. And so, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, But first, before we get to that passage, I want to see what Paul says to the Galatians. In Galatians chapter 2, he says, uh, in chapter 2, verse 20, he says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. So again, I want to say that everybody, each and every one of us live by faith the, that's not the question the question is what's the object of your faith so is your is the object of your faith is it money is it is it climbing the the career ladder uh, in your in your job is it in relationships is it in drugs or alcohol or being a good person or money trying to make as much money as you can where is your hope? Because, again, everybody has a hope. Everybody has lives by faith. And the question is, what's the object of your faith? Because that's what truly matters. And the way that we live our lives is ultimately going to reveal where we put our hope and where we put our faith and what we put our trust in. You know, are we trusting in ourselves or are we trusting in are we putting our faith in Jesus? As Paul says to the to the Galatians, you know. My faith is in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself up for me. So, that's an important question we should ask ourselves. Uh, you know, every day. You know, today, what am I going to put my faith in? What am I going to put my trust in? Am I going to choose to pursue Jesus, or am I going to choose to pursue, you know, the things of the world? So, um, uh, so getting to the passage that I was, i just want to read. I just want to read through. Uh, first peter chapter one and um because peter's going peter's going to talk to us about uh about our hope uh, about the hope that as christians we have that is fixed fully on jesus christ and what he has done for us Um, and so just a little background uh peter is writing to a group of people who have been dispersed and they've been persecuted so uh, so so Peter is not talking to a group of people who have not faced persecution, who have not p- faced ridicule. Uh, sure, I'm, I'm sure a lot of these people have experienced death and loss. And so Peter, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is, is writing to these people and he is trying to encourage them to press on to continue and to realize that and this persecution that we're that you guys are enduring, uh, it is it just is just a gateway to our hope, where our hope is is truly at. Our hope is in Jesus, and this life is not the only thing that we have to look forward to. We have e- an eternal hope and fellowship, worshiping Jesus around the throne for all eternity. That's where we're going to be. That's our hope, and so let's fix our eyes on that and let's let's pursue that and and so that's kind of the, that's that's the context that we're read, that we're reading first peter in so i'm just going to read through this uh first peter one and just 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 maybe make a couple observations that um that i as i've read through it over the past couple couple of days uh just some things that the lord has has maybe just spoken to me about uh, as far as daily pursuing the Lord and fixing my eyes on Him and setting my hope on Jesus, setting my hope fully on Jesus Christ. So Peter says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to those chosen, living as exiles, dispersed abroad in Pontius, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit, to be obedient and to be sprinkled with the blood of Jesus Christ. May grace and peace be multiplied to you. Verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ because of His great mercy He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading kept in heaven for you. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. So I want to stop right there. So the first thing that Peter says is that he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. And that is what, uh, just a few weeks ago, where we celebrate a resurrection Sunday, where we celebrate the resurrected Lord who not only did He come and live in in the world and he went to the cross and died on the cross for our sins and that the full weight of god's wrath was poured out onto jesus not only did he just come and die but he was buried and he was resurrected from the dead to have to prove that he was victorious over death and hell and the grave and satan and and that is important because if Jesus just comes and dies, but he stays dead, then we we have we we don't have any better God, if you will, than what Islam has or what uh, or, or, or Buddha, because those are fake dead gods that have no power. And so what makes the resurrection uh, and the belief that Jesus came back to life is that man we have a god who who died who took our sin who took your sin to the cross and he died but he was he was brought back to life he was resurrected and he lives today and he is seated in the heavens where he rules and he governs all things for his goodwill. uh and so so we 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 have a living hope it is a hope and I, and I also just want to say this hope that we're talking about is is so much different than what we typically think of hope you know um you know this morning I went out I went out and worked out and I have a goal for you know the end of this year that I can bench press so much weight or whatever or, or go out and run a mile in a certain amount of time so I have those goals set and I hope that I can meet those goals. Now that's not saying one hundred percent for sure that I'm going to be able to do that, but I have hope that I will. Um, but that's not the same kind of hope that when we're talking about with what Peter is talking about here in First Peter when he says, we have been born again into a living hope. This is a firm this is this is that Jesus has sealed this. He has he has secured this for us, and that our hope is that, we have been born again to a living hope that is that that, that is going to come to fruition. We have uh, this. the next thing that he talks about in verse 4, he talks about this inheritance um, that we've been born again to, into this inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, that is being kept in heaven for you. This isn't an inheritance unlike any other inheritance that we think of uh, as far as If, if you, if, if you're, if your mom and dad are are still living and, and, and maybe they or your grandparents, or maybe they made a lot of money, they've been very successful in their lives, uh, they, uh, you know, that eventually you're going to, you're going to assume the position of, you know, CEO in this family company that has been going on for generation and generation, this inheritance, you're going to inherit something. You know, whether that be, uh, you know, most most people, uh, you know, have some sort of inheritance that they're going to get, whether it be money or house or land or vehicles or any, you know, whatever it could be. It could be uh, a a million different things. Uh, Those inheritances are good. It's what we're going to get. But they're ultimately going to perish. They're not they're not going to live forever. They're ultimately going to burn up they're ultimately going to rot they're ultimately going to be stolen or something it's an inheritance that um that's not guaranteed to last forever it's not going to last forever but peter is saying that we have an inheritance that cannot be destroyed that cannot rust that cannot be uh stolen or taken away because number one peter says that's being kept in heaven for you and that god is has this inheritance that he is that that it is secure and it's not going anywhere. And so, G, and so Peter's ex, is encouraging these people, these persecuted believers, to to take hope and to take heart that we have been born again to a living hope. We have an inheritance, m- namely Jesus, eternity with Him, living forever with Him, and worshiping Jesus around the throne. That is our inheritance. That's our hope. That we will get to celebrate and be with Jesus for all eternity, because that's what that's what heaven is about. Heaven's about Jesus. If Jesus is not in heaven, then we don't want to be in heaven, because He is 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 what He is. He is the one who makes heaven. Heaven is that we treasure Him, we worship Him, and we prize Him above all things. Um, going on verse six. Peter says, you rejoice in this, even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief and various trials so that the proven character of your faith, more valuable than gold, which, though perishable, is refined by fire, may result in praise, glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Though you have not seen him, you love him, though not seeing him. Now you believe in him and you rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So Peter is 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 kind of reinforcing that, hey man, y'all are going to have to endure certain trials. Jesus tells us that that we're going to face persecution. He said, "If they persecuted me, they'll persecute you." But take heart, I have overcome the world. And so Peter is saying, "You guys are going to have to meet various trials, and just as as gold is is put through this refining process through some intense." an intense burning process to to refine it and make it what it is we too are going to have to go through trials tribulation persecution to to prove that our faith is is true because nothing that if if our faith isn't tested then then it may not be true genuine faith and so we, as we are journeying along in our lives and and pursuing the lord and we're going to face persecution We're going to face ridicule, you know, from people at at work or from our family or from uh, uh, from just people that we meet in contact. You know, there are so many people in in foreign countries who are facing persecution because of their belief in Jesus. And 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 thank the Lord that, you know, here we have freedom. We you know, we don't have to walk around typically worried about, you know, somebody taking our life for. For our faith and our trust in Jesus. Um, but many other people in the world are enduring those things, are facing that type of persecution. And so Peter is telling, telling is, is telling his people, he's saying, You're gonna have to face various different trials. Uh, verse ten, he says, concerning the salvation, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that would become to you searched and carefully investigated. They inquired into what time or what circumstances the Spirit of Christ within them was indicating when He testified in advance to the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them that they were not serving themselves, but you. These things have now been announced to you through those who preach the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Angels long to te- catch a glimpse into these things. as so, it's so uh, fascinating there where, Peter is talking about man the people the prophets who wrote in the Old Testament when they they searched carefully uh, for the things that they were writing they searched for this Messiah they searched for this Jesus but he he wasn't coming during that time but they were searching and they were serving us and the people in Peter's times who when Jesus came all this was being brought to fulfillment this prophecy was being fulfilled and it's just cool to see that. Peter says, man, like things that angels long to look into and we're going to we get to see that we get to experience that we got. The, we have the full revelation of Jesus now. Um, and, and so it, it's 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 just an honor. And and we should be we should be thankful and, and daily pursuing the Lord, spending time in his word um, because we have everything that the prophets long for. Uh, Verse 13, he says, Therefore, with your minds ready for action, be sober-minded and set your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the desires of your former ignorance. But as the one who called you is holy, you also are to be holy in all your conduct. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. Peter is is encouraging the... the, uh, these dispersed believers to be sober-minded, uh, and, and I don't think necessarily it, as far as being intoxicated uh, it, with the word "sober," but having a clear, just living your life within this state of uh, of your mind being clear, like like not allowing the world, the things of the world, to interfere with what you think about, but but daily. Every day, setting your mind, setting your focus on Jesus, setting it fully on the hope of Jesus, on the on the hope and the salvation, the, the the what our faith and what our hope is built in on the resurrection of Jesus. That's what He's telling His people to every day: be sober-minded, set your hope fully um, on, on the on the hope that, that you've been brought into. He taught he tells uh, he tells his people to pursue holiness uh, and and this is this is what every day that we should pursue pursue holiness in our lives that we should pursue Jesus, we should pr- we should pursue to be conformed every day more and more into the image of Christ because um, as as Peter tells the people he says, uh, he quotes he says be holy because I'm holy God is a holy and righteous God and and we want to we want to pursue the Lord pursue being conformed more into his image being sanctified by the spirit and um al- although we will never completely arrive as far as uh, complete holiness because we still are in Living in the world, functioning in the world, we still have to battle and fight against our sinful flesh and in our, our sinful thoughts. But we are to pr- daily pursue holiness in our lives, and it is a fight. It is going to take. It's going to take grit and determination and and blood and sweat and tears. It's not going to come easy. It's gonna. It's going to come with a price. I'm going to have to sacrifice a lot of things probably in my life to do this. So. Pursue holiness. Pursue Jesus. Pursue being separated from uh, from sin and the desires of the world. Verse 17, if you appeal to the Father who judges impartially according to each one's work, you are to conduct yourselves in reverence during your time living as strangers, for you know that you were redeemed from your empty way of life, inherited from your fathers, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of an unblemished and spotless lamb. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for you. Through him, you believe in God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. So your faith and hope are in God. So again, Peter is is just telling his these the people, the readers, is that you were redeemed you know not with perishable things such as silver and gold that's not what you were redeemed mm-hmm. with but you were redeemed through the precious blood of Jesus like a, a spotless unblemished lamb that the old testament that they would use this this spotless lamb who had done no who had done no wrong who had who who had committed no sin who was a substitute for the people for their sin that's why Jesus comes in, and He is that spotless, unblemished Lamb, who, though He did not sin, became sin for us, and and that's who we that that's what we have been saved by. By, uh, and our inheritance is is through, um, through this imperishable inheritance. Verse twenty-two: Since you have been pure, since since you have purified yourselves by your obedience to the truth, so that you showed sincere brotherly love for each other from a pure heart, love one another constantly, because you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, to the living and enduring word of God. For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like a flower of the grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this word is the gospel that was proclaimed to you. So Peter is—he's telling them, since you have been pure, since you have purified yourselves by your obedience, you're to show brotherly love, uh, and and so we are to we're to love everybody. We're to to love our our fellow brothers and sisters in the Lord. We're to love those who we are ministering to and and are sh- seeking to share the gospel with. To do that from a pure heart uh, we want to do everything out of we don't want to do anything out of selfish ambition or any kind of working working or seeking to work some sort of angle for our good we just want to pers- we want to pursue love and and unity with those that we have fellowship with um and then and then uh peter says that um he says that all flesh is like grass the flower, uh, the, the grass withers and the flower falls. But the word of the Lord endures forever. So we know that the things of this world, the things that we see, and they are all perishable. They're all going to be gone. Uh, but the word of the Lord is what's going to endure forever. And so that is what we need to put our hope in. And that is that, that should be encouraging for us because We should, as Christians, we should be looking at the world and see and and be able to clearly see that, man. It doesn't matter who is in who is in the Oval Office, you know, a couple years ago, we were saying this was all one man's fault. And now, you know, the those situations that we're going through now, we're saying that it's this person's fault. It's it's that political party's fault. It's this political party's fault. Um, You know my relationship is is falling apart with so and so because of this or because of that there's this constant we see that things are constantly broken things are constantly falling apart and so as christians we should we should every day be seeking and searching for that which is brings stability and that brings consistency and that's going to be in the word of the lord the word of the Lord is is the one thing that is going to stand the test of time. It's the it's the thing. It's the one thing that we can confidently grab a hold of and sink our teeth into, and put roots down in, and to daily flourish in the gospel, and to daily renew ourselves, renew our strength, renew our focus every day through the gospel, and um, and so that's that's what I want to encourage myself with this is first and foremost this this doesn't uh encourage anybody else man this has just been a good study from for me to just look at and to just remind myself that I need to put my hope every day at the start of every day put it in Jesus every day because everything else is fleeting everything else is going to fall everything else is broken and messed up and the one thing that I can I can every day know it's going to be there. It's going to be consistent. It's never going to change. It's going to be the same yesterday, today, and forevermore is the word of the Lord. And so that's that's encouraging to me. Uh, and that's where I put my hope. And that's where I put my trust and my faith. And that, man, this world, there's so much more to life than what we see, what we feel, what we hear. There's an eternal Eternal place um, for us to go and to dwell and to be with Jesus, and that would be so much better than being here. So, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, just keep keep sharing this. Keep commenting, letting us know uh, what you think. And if anybody has any uh, topics that they would like to cover, uh, feel free to reach out. You can find you can find this. Uh, on anchor or on spotify on uh apple podcast uh, and you can also search the strong and courageous facebook uh, page send us a message there and let us know what you'd like to hear and we can try to um, get something set up for that so thank you guys for listening and hope you guys have a good day